It's the holiday season. <laughs> I'm not a singer, but we're what? back. We're back for another holiday show with Slash's Paradise. Hi, Lance. Hi, Danny. Uh, that's Danny. I'm Lance. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Black Christmas 2006, also known somewhat as Black Xmas. Xmas. And we got to talk about it because it's kind of a part of a franchise. And that's kind of what we're trying to do here. We've already talked about Black Christmas 1974 being one of our favorite horror films. Phenomenal. Of all time. Great film. So great. Uh, Go watch that and also go listen to our other episode. Um, Por favor. There's Danny. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So this is 2006. Uh, If you're a horror fan, you know what that means. Dimension Films has come and taken over and is here to stay for at least another decade. Where were you, Lance, in 2006? I was graduating high school, Danny. How about that? How about it? Yeah. I was sneaking off to the theaters watching crap like this. Yeah. Yeah. I would have done that, too, if if I was in high school. Yeah, you were in college. I was in college. Yeah. Uh, I'm one year away from graduating college at this point in 2006. Uh, I was aware of the original Black Christmas at this point. But yeah. Remember, I didn't. It didn't launch for me. Really, really getting into horror. I mean, by this time, I knew that I liked horror as my preferred. Yes. In college, I knew this was my preferred avenue. Uh, but when this movie came out, I mean. And I may, they may have been, it may have been before or after, but I think prom night, the reimagining had fallen somewhere around this one too as yeah. well. So we're, we're, it's, we said it before it's remake season, baby, but this, I don't know. I'm going to go, I'm going to go and just say, I don't think it's a remake word for word. The way remakes are defined. I think this is more of a reimagining. Sure. It's a reimagining, uh, I think the driving force of this one, I made a point of it in our last episode about Black Christmas, is Christmas is the setting, but it's not the focal point. It happens to be decorated for the holidays. It happens to be the holidays, but it's not a focal point. This movie, Dimension Films, thank you very much. (laughs) This is what they did for a good 10 years plus, maybe, I think from 96 on. They They had a few hits with Scream. And a few misses with H2O and Resurrection. This reminds me of Resurrection in so many ways. But, but a good hit with uh, Halloween 6, your favorite of all time. Anyway. <laughs> thank you, Danny. <laughs> Please go watch our Halloween 6 episode to find out what Danny's talking about. Uh, this film, it took everything Christmas and tried to make it horror. And it didn't really do anything for the original. It didn't really pay homage to the original in any sense, except for using a few uh, names well, that I we mean, heard in the film. Yeah, and They uh, try to exploit every little thing, and it turned into this weird, cheesy Christmas fest of 2006. I think you... As I mentioned just right now with prom night, they did the exact same thing. It might, it, it was dimension, right? It has to be. probably, but let's just say it is. I haven't done my research on prom night yet, but well, but let, let's say, let's say it's not. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because they these horror films that are coming out at this moment are doing the exact same thing. Oh, the name of it is prom night. Prom's going to be huge and right. all that stuff. And with the original prom night, it was about prom essentially, but it wasn't like that wasn't the focal point in Black Xmas. Oh my God! Did they get a professional set designer to decorate their house, synchronize all their lights with Christmas? Like this house is decked out with Christmas, but not just like I've always like I it's it's and it's freaking movies like this oh that, boy, here that we go. give me anxiety because they paint these unrealistic goals of how to decorate your house. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know I'm supposed to be decorating the hallway to the bathroom. So uh, like, there's fucking lights running all through the house. All through the house, and they're all synced. It's like red, green, red. I know exactly green. what scene you're talking about. It's everywhere, and I'm like, who oh did this? It, it, surely not college girls, but you know, here we are. <laughs> Danny feels a certain way about this. It film. gives me such exact because I'm. I, I, you don't watch Martha Stewart. I mean, Martha Stewart does all this stuff. This is where it all comes from. You decorate the the hallway to the restroom. Yes. No. <laughs> I just I've always had a problem with being like when people put like you put a wreath on a on a window that's like facing like the wall or some How shit. How about decorating someone's asylum who's been locked up for the rest of their life and giving them 
candy canes and uh, Christmas lights. Hey, Danny, give us our <laughs> pumpkin spiced eggnog of Black Xmas 2006. Black Xmas pumpkin spice latte goes as follows. A group of sorority girls are staying home for the holidays over Christmas, and they are being stalked by um, an, a legendary... A killer of Christmas's past that escapes from a mental institution uh, named Billy. And they are tying this. It is a technical remake because they're tying this into the original Black Christmas, which what do we know about the original Black Christmas? We know that there was Billy and Agnes. You know, that was part of the dialogue of the prank phone call. So they decided to run away with it and make an entire backstory of not only Billy, uh, but Agnes as well, who are after these sorority girls and sorority mothers and anybody else who gets in their way black xmas death yeah even there's some phone calls where you kind of hear mother in there so guess what we get to meet billy's mom and he does she does heinous things and yeah uh, that's kind of what dimension did did back then was exploit if they had a remake they would exploit everything about the film before it's just such a cheap way unfortunately but that's what we got through the 2000s was let's exploit everything i think maybe it had something to do with scream and the success of that of like poking fun at the tropes of horror movies i don't know what it was but all we got were expansions that just thin the original material and unfortunately we get this mess of how can we make everything about a christmas thing an ornament a cookie uh anything uh a candy cane how can we make that scary and and an icicle you know all these things yeah so they really drove that home that billy the serial killer was obsessed and or is everything he has to do has to have a christmas twist to it right you know, we, oh also billy's a cannibal now Yes, um, yes, he ate his mother, so he's fed chicken because it tastes like mm, people. People? Anyway. It was chicken. Yeah, it's set up that Billy is locked up and says every Christmas to the guard. <sighs> okay, I'm just going to say something, and I'm really sorry <laughs> if this offends anyone, but I have a problem when I can't understand actors with their choices um like they make a, a, a vocal choice like a, a accent or whatever okay and it's unintelligible or un you know like you can't hear it or make it out or understand it oh, i like, have a problem with that like adam sandler's new halloween film that came out what <laughs> <laughs> that hubie halloween yes Hubie Halloween. i know that's my that's my friend joe's uh favorite uh no it's not but anyway um <laughs> it's and I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be cautious about this in the sense of like I don't know if this is the actor himself having a bit of a you know lisp or a speech impediment or whatnot, but if you are the this is security guard, right? Okay. He's like supposed to be important. Like he's like yeah, this is what's going on. This is what Billy does. He's an information. He's he's like the uh, you know the 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 aside. He's the, yeah. in, in in Shakespeare. He's like. He's giving the information about what Billy's been doing every year. But if I can't make out what you're saying because it's hard to understand you, I'm, I, that's it. Yeah. The, you're opening, you're going like this. That's a bad sign right. for how the film's yeah. going to go for you. Beautifully done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, but it is through no help whatsoever of that security guard's voice, <laughs> it's established that. Billy tries to break out every year on Christmas, gives, uh, says, I'll be home for Christmas all the time to the security guard. And he's like, in your dream, Billy, you know, <laughs> whatever. So, yeah, Billy's trying to escape every year. And of course, because the movie is happening, this is the year he's going to do it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh no i mean the sanitarium scene uh, is set up just like resurrection for me uh where we get uh an abundance of origins for the killer uh it's stylized in the same way as resurrection was we get a weird santa claus they we film up at him to make him look scarier but it's just a dude that got lost because there's a children's hospital attached to the sanitarium where we right, keep that's criminally just, insane that's just maximizing your your space so santa claus got lost he finds out the whole story uh and okay so we we move on 
there were giving Christmas treats to all the patients of the san the sanita this criminally insane sanitarium. Um, Billy Christmas. Happy holidays. The orderly <laughs> is very excited that he's there on Christmas time. Uh, oh. Billy gets a candy cane and he's sucking on it the whole time. We see glimpses of Billy. He's got Christmas lights. They allow him to decorate his room, even though he wants to escape. Uh, they give him a candy cane and some cocoa and yeah, like <laughs> it's just I have I have known <laughs> protocols enough times to know. And especially in an insane asylum where the criminally insane ward, you don't give them anything to make things with. I myself have stabbed and drew blood while enjoying a candy cane one time. So I know what the hell's going on. I, everyone at one point or the other should have made that really sharp it point yeah. with the candy cane when Absolutely. you've been like sucking on it for a while. Yeah. That shit hurts. I poked myself and I bled. Right. So, uh... <laughs> Somehow he gets newspaper. He creates a gift for the guard. He is a very he, so. The thing is, like, because it's black, remember Black Christmas, right? This yeah. is a serial killer about Christmas, right? So he could do everything. He could do everything expertly. He can gift wrap like a son of a bitch. As long, yeah. As long as it's related to Christmas, he can do he it. He can all. do it all. He's super Christmas. He's like he's yeah. basically, you know, yeah. He's super Christmas killer. Right. He can do anything with a candy cane. He can do anything with a piece of paper, anything. So he creates a gift and lets the guard know, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out of this joint this year. But it's almost like, should it was... Where did he get a pen? <sighs> the ink is, I mean, it's obviously ink. It's not like he got some blood in, you know, it's black ink. First of all, <laughs> the- why have we not <laughs> mentioned the most ridiculous, stupid, amazingly absurd part of this entire movie. Have we even talked about that? Hmm? Have we not? No, we're going to right now because in the original, what do you see of Billy? You see his eye, right? So some idiot, some writer, some producer, someone's cousin, I don't know who the hell decided. Let's take that moment and elaborate on it. Okay, so we see his eye. His eye looks a little yellow. Why don't we make him... Super yellow. He looks like, and Lance, if you can put the picture right up here as I say it, yellow bastard from Sin City. I kid you not, folks. Billy, and if you could show both of them, Billy looks like the yellow bastard from Sin City. He's all yellow because, of course, he has a rare kidney disease. Liver. Liver disease. You know what? Who gives a shit? It's a rare disease that just makes him look yellow. Is this real? Jaundice? Jaundice? Jaundice is like a liver disease that can give you yellow skin. Bright yellow? It's not, no. <laughs> That's why it's a rare disease. Oh, right. But what's the point of that? It, uh, but this, maybe, maybe uh, I'm hitting it. I'm hitting it too hard. I'm hitting it too hard. This I, is the I expansion stage. This is, I mean, even Michael Bay's horror films did this where we have to have an origins for everything. There has to be a reason for everything. Rob Zombie ended up doing it. Everyone ended up doing it. Basically, they did a remake from 2000 on. Gosh, Halloween's the next year. 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we're definitely going into which awesome movie with a with a boogeyman can we exploit and just launch a franchise out of? Yeah. We've already done Texas. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get Jason until 2009 or 10 or somewhere in there. But it's the same concept where it's just yeah, expand you, and give origins you're and thinking all that. About, yes. You're thinking about franchise, franchise, franchise. Right? So they're trying to make the boogeyman you know because they're like well billy doesn't have a mask he doesn't have a, a he doesn't wield a chainsaw his thing is he's a christmas killer but that's not good enough so we're you know it's never a step billy's never wearing freaking pajamas <laughs> yes but in this movie he's wearing pajamas the christmas whole time pajamas, let's yeah. not forget we got to rewind do because we? yes we do we do have to rewind because before anything with billy we get the opening scene of claire dying that's right by a very long-haired killer wearing red PJs. But what? But wait, how can Claire die and Billy's still locked up? Uh, there must be another killer? Ah, maybe we'll hear about this because not only was the Billy name that was Billy? mentioned in the original exploited and expanded on, however... He what does he say in the original sometimes? Agnes. He says another name. Agnes. Yeah, Agnes. That has to be somebody. 
Yeah, and so is his mother, right? Yeah. But Agnes. So they make an entire backstory with flashbacks or Oliver Hudson, who's in this movie. He's the townie. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe it. In the original uh, podcast, I, I left out one of the most ridiculous and crazy lines that Margot Kidder says about townies. Yeah. Go back and watch Black Christmas, the actual movie. It's a, it's a line I don't like to repeat. But he's the townie, right? And he's the one that knows the, the the legend. He's like, I grew up in this town. I know everything. So he gives the story. We meet Billy uh, is the product of a defunct, not defunct, but a, uh, a, a terrible marriage, right? The mm-hmm. mom is a drunk. She hates the dad. The dad and Billy actually bond. Uh, she, she hates Billy. She hates the dad. So she takes another lover and, uh, the lover and her kill the dad. Right. right. This is all done in flashback scenes. So we get to see little boy, Billy and his yellow jaundice looking skin <laughs> and then his PJs and his dad's very caring. But the way the flashback plays back reminds me so much of, I think it was the 2000 uh, Grinch movie or Grinch movie. Oh, sure. <laughs> Where we go and look at baby <laughs> Grinch because oh, baby it goes Grinch. through the years and it's a Christmas movie and it's just, funny in the sense that it's just terrible baby Grinch. it just reminds me of the grinch jim carrey's the grinch and how he grew up the flashbacks of them telling the origin story that's exactly what this whole backstory about, reminds me of. what about the baby grinch after he shaved oh my gosh like he was the poor guy man they they, they yeah I hate that. I part. mean, that's another horror film we should probably talk I about. I hate that part. He, he 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 tried to shave. Anyway, anyway, what but what Ray? Remember, in the original, what do we see? Just the eye. Just the eye. Just the eye of Billy. So anytime we can show Billy maybe acting or like hinting towards his killer tendencies, we're gonna get these these eye moments you know he's always like you know if someone says something he's you know he gives him the eye or something like that he's mm-hmm. he's opening the presents and he's having these moments and his mom says something and he fucking like whips out he's like what you say bitch? What you fucking say to me? i'm gonna kill you right he's giving her like these moments and it's like okay we get it we saw the eye in the original black christmas so let's focus on the eye but i mean yeah that's so ridiculous as far as like oh yeah we're gonna make these focused out moments it's, it's dumb we don't have to go and billy sees his dad get killed by her his mother's lover his mother and her lover bury the dad yes thank you uh and billy sees all this happening the mother realizes that billy sees it happening billy finds a way to crawl through his house yeah. to the attic running away from mother mother goes up and there's already a lock on the attic she just Clicks it, locks him in there, and now that's Billy's new space. That's where he he goes. He's the uh, he's the shun <sighs> embarrassment of the of her and the stepdad. So he lives up in the attic. What else happens right after that? <laughs> I don't want to say it. You say it. I'll say it. Fine. I don't care. <laughs> this is the movie. Uh, so it's oh. Billy. Uh, Ag. Uh, sorry, <laughs> getting ahead of myself. Billy's mom wants to have another baby so she is it's shown her and the stepdad are are having sex on the on the stairs and he passes out because he can't hack it the stepdad just like you know he's probably drunk and he passes out she's like oh every time but she is it's shot this way where she you know it's aerial right above yeah and she hears upstairs billy's in his rocking chair just like rocking and she's you know, mid coitus and yeah. looks up to Billy and you're like, what is she doing? Oh, so no. she gets up, unlocks the attic and is going up there in her robe and she, you can see all her bits. And then Billy's just like in his rocking chair around all his Christmas stuff all year, by the way. And she just goes over there and it's insinuated because she drops the robe right in front of him that she is going to molest her son. Yeah. And then the rocking chair starts going a little faster. So, uh, then she has a baby, and it is definitely implied that it's Billy's baby. Yeah. So no, let's let, let let's see if we can tally up here. Uh, <laughs> no. We've got a cannibal. We've got. We don't know that yet. Yeah, we we already said it. That. Oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, you're right. We got a cannibal. Go ahead. Yeah, Keep going. The closest thing that tastes like mother was a chicken. Right. So we have a cannibal, right? Who ate his mother? 
We have uh, he's super Christmas, right? Super Christmas uh, killer. Yeah, he's yellow. He also, yeah, he's yellow. Um, and now we have <laughs> that he is the brother slash father to an inbred sister of his, inbred child, sister daughter, sister daughter, daughter sister, and he's the daddy brother. Yeah. So, but he's still need, in the attic. But still, did we need that? Did we need any of this? Nope. But who is like, yeah, you know what? And you know what? Even be better. Would even be better is that the mom and him had his Agnes is actually his sister, but he's the father. Okay. Y- you think about that. Like people were in a room doing this. Like let's see, there's Agnes, there's mother, and there's Billy. What fucked up way? Excuse my language. Can we? <laughs> just intertwine this to make this guy twisted and he's nowhere even close to as twisted as our original billy was just by his voice this guy just never really says anything he's just colored yellow he can barely open his eyes no that that was that is so ineffective it didn't do anything that is the one of the most poignant points i've i've ever heard about that moment or that 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 this moment in the sense that you threw so much at the wall. They threw all the spaghetti at the wall, and that day the spaghetti was extra sticky, so it all stuck. So they were like, "Okay, yeah, we'll ride everything." None of it mattered because it didn't. It was all surface and all in your face, and none of it mattered because the original Billy and the original killer, we'll call him Billy, was way more terrifying. And and that's less is more. That's the unfortunate era of horror films through the 2000s, the early 2000s is everything was expanded to the point where you didn't care. It was just it, everything was so subtle in the 70s and a lot of times in the eight, most of the time in the 80s. But now we're in this era of the dimension films where we're just expanding and expanding and it doesn't work. I think they, they wanted to push more on the why. Right. This was this was the this was the 2000s. Why? Tell me why. Tell me why Leatherface is this way. Tell me why Michael Myers did this. Tell me why. Billy decided to go crazy on these yeah. girls. And you know what? There is a there is a place for the why type of horror. There is a total place for it. Yeah. If it's done with care and effective, this is not, not th- this is when the why becomes too much of a problem and you're a little too big for your britches. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and again, you're you're messing with as what is a classic. And you, you mentioned it before, like, I don't even know if I had seen the original Black Christmas because it was so hard to obtain for a while, for a very long time. And maybe at this point, it started to become, you know, more obtainable. Because you, you also have to realize, I do, and it's kind of clicking, the abortion angle in the original Black Christmas was a huge hot button topic. Yeah. First of all, it's a hot button topic, but it was a huge uh tipping point for how much people like you know shun this movie Mm -hmm. you know they were like oh that that's too risque and stuff you know so again we look at that and we crank it up into (laughs) let's do incest this time let's do cannibalism incest yellow man (laughs) yellow man (laughs) (laughs) he's the yellow bastard i'm sorry he is if you've never seen sin city look up that picture or you saw it earlier thank you Oh, man. Well, and while we're telling these origin stories, we introduce this. It, it's done really weird. We introduce this Eve character. So we introduce that there's a daughter, Billy's daughter slash sister. Agnes. Agnes was created and she was up. She was up for adoption, basically. Well, okay, sorry. In the original, in the, in the legend, uh, Agnes is getting a Christmas gift. She's like, you know, uh, preteen, right? Yeah. She's, she's getting a Christmas gift and, um, Bill and it's a, it's a doll that doesn't really matter, honestly. And, uh, Billy distracts the mom and the, and the stepdad, by calling doing the thing where he's like she's my family now mm-hmm. what he does is he stabs he's 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 killing agnes by stabbing her in the eye the eye is a huge thing in this movie it becomes a huge focal eyes. point yeah yeah <laughs> huge focal point the spaghettis are sticking to the wall yeah we're in the writer's room right now with these black christmas writers we're like, yeah, well, let's just throw it all at the wall. So he stabs Agnes in the eye. She's traumatized. So it's established that she is put up for adoption or she was in a hospital to recovering. Okay. Continue. Right. So we go back to modern day. 
and yeah, so she had never been never been heard from again. She's never got adopted. We don't know what happened to her. So then we're introduced to this Eve character, who's this awkward girl. Everyone has a reaction. She comes down the stairs and comes well, face to face with yeah, because you got you got Harriet the spy, and you got the girl, uh, a mean girl, <laughs> and you got Michelle Trachtenberg, Lacey Chabert, Sh- Sh- yeah. and uh, a, a bunch of hot at the time actors. Pretty hot. I mean, they, I think they got hot. During Those, and after this movie. Yeah. So, um, and I, I mentioned Oliver Hudson. Actually, there is one reprisal from the original. Um, there's one actor making her uh, return to, to the movie. She was Phil in the original Black Christmas. Now she's the uh, mother. House mother. House, yeah. Um, I think she kind of carries this, too, for the girls. Because I don't find the girls very interesting in this. The, the sorority girls. Yeah. Um, again, if you make these characters important and we care about them we are going to be affected by the rest of the movie it's it's really hard to do i know if if i can do it you know but i'm sitting here as a fan and what i'm saying here is if we care about the characters your movie is going to kill it's just it just is so you know they introduced this alcohol swing swilling whatever uh drinking uh, crass girl who's supposed to be like an homage to barb her name's barb is it yeah are you sure? Pretty sure. Oh, it's okay. So, the, you know, they take most of the names, but not all the names, right? No, no there's, Claire, a, there's they a Heather, Claire. there's Claire, there's Barb. I don't think there's a Phil. There's I don't, not Phil, no. Um, there's a Phil-like character, uh, I think. You yeah. Know. Well, in any case, uh, the Barb character is uh, it's far removed from Lois Lane. She did her best, um, but it, she's just... She's a lush. Yeah, she's, she's just... But she's, she's not a fun lush. You don't... She's just acting like a lush to yeah. me. So, um, and these girls are like, there, there's no, there's no camaraderie. There's really isn't. It's all like, I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. Life sucks. Yeah. I want to go home. And really the only one who's like up in the festive move is the house mother, which you would expect, but they have this weird tradition every year. These sorority sisters put a present for Billy under the tree. Yeah. Because it's the local legend. Oh, Billy went crazy on Christmas. Let's appease the Billy God or, or the, let's appease the spirit of the killer, which he's, you know, and we, they sure. I, I feel like that used to be such an innocent thing, but they do make mention of like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's such a terrible tradition. Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. I forgot that she's in it. Uh, she was Scott Pilgrim, you know? Yep. So yeah, there's a lot of like, uh, the CW, yeah, I mean, but but you know what? That's unfair for me because like when people say like this, when people when Michael J. Fox got cast in uh, Back to the Future, they he wasn't TV. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, yeah, TV's where a lot of these actors will be pulled from and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah. So we see these sorority sisters, but like, there's nothing endearing about all of them, and I don't believe that they care for each other. There's I don't see the camaraderie within themselves. No, they're all sitting on like opposite ends of the couch. You don't show them together. Whereas the original, they were all like together, huddled around each other, having good conversations yeah. or bad ones, but you could tell that they've had these conversations before. So. Right. But we go back to the Eve character who filmmaking wise, we kind of implement as maybe she's Agnes. I, that's what I caught because she was, she comes uh, down the stairs. Every, all those sorority girls have a weird reaction to her. Like, Oh, there's Eve. And she's what she wears like these crazy glasses that are magnifying her eyes. And she's a little awkward and she hands, I forget. I think it's Heather, a gift. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Jess, the Jess character. And then we go to the flat. We do more flashbacks at this point. And then we come back to knowing that Billy has a daughter. And then we show a big close up of Eve. And it's like implying that she's going to be Agnes or something because she's awkward. It's a huge red herring. Right. Yeah. But we never go back to this. I mean, big spoiler, but we never go back to Eve except for the fact that she's a victim. Yeah. Eve's, uh, Eve's odd in the sense that they're all pretty girls and Eve is just a little bit more but subdued. Why, why do they all have, we, this is one thing that's not explained in the movie. All the girls have a, <gasps> it's Eve because and that's it. Because it is, it is a 100% red herring. It's the director doing this on purpose so that you can suspect Eve the entire time. You don't see her. And then you're, but that's, a, that is lazy. And that is actually like, I, I feel like you kicked the audience in the nuts. You know, the, yeah. the editorial nuts, because when you finally get to see that Eve was just another victim, you're like, oh, oh, so you did that on purpose to mess with us. It wasn't even. Oh, so you're an asshole. Got it. OK, because look, red herrings are fun, but if they're done right, I don't like when 
you know, shit is just like, okay, a good red herring is like, I don't know, clue, <laughs> right? They say communism is just a red herring. Okay, that's probably not the best example, but I just wanted to say that I love clue. But what you <laughs> see here is in the beginning, you think Oliver Hudson, and I'm going to call him by his full name because he, uh, he's movie royalty. He's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Yeah. So he is set up to be this asshole because he's he either sent or is watching a sex tape that he is made he's made with a sorority sister but then i, I had to pause it because i'm like i don't understand no, i didn't pause it on the sex part but i'm like watching it with caitlin sure. okay so i'm watching it with caitlin and i was like wait wait, wait, wait. who's in that video and she's like no i think that's that's someone else i'm like well well who's outside in the car with him well that's the other sorority sister well then what what am i watching you know so wasn't it claire isn't it Claire? It is Claire. Claire. It yes, ends Claire. up being Claire in the video. Yes, it's Claire in the he's, video. He's a local, so he's just, and he even kind of he says, this does. was a long time ago. This is before you. Uh, so we're not supposed to like him. We're supposed to basically wrap him up as Peter from the first film, from the original film, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so we've got our Agnes, and we, but we already know who Billy is. We already know that he's out there somewhere. So now it's, I guess we're trying to like, okay, who's the second killer that you saw with the yeah, long it's hair? It's definitely not Billy. So it's like, okay, oh. it, they're trying to make us believe that it's, um, with, with the glasses, what you just, is her name? Eve, yes. They're trying to make us believe that it's Eve. The movie gets a little too messy. There are moments where I'm like, ah, this is just one of those knock them up, you know, draw them out sort of killer movies. I could get, I could dig, like, I'll be the first one to tell you a cheesy horror film. If you give me cheese all throughout, I would love it. I think this movie thought it was being more satirical than it ended up being. It needed to be way more satire. Like the whole thing about him being like the super Christmas killer. I think that's, that's pretty like it could be funny, but you have to lean into it really. Yeah. You have to know the identity of your film and your characters and it doesn't really do that. Yeah. And there were, the, none of the characters, the I'm sorry, none of the sorority sisters were funny. No, like they were like there was commentary, but none of it was funny. The only funny thing that they were trying to push was the lush, like you said, like the the Barb character, and so oh, it's funny she got drunk. <laughs> Right, and she's she kinda, threw up. <laughs> she's like the sex symbol. We get to see a little bit of her, basically, just to kind of throw it in there, I guess. And then it's just the about, next scene, she's yeah. drooling in her bed, and it's just kind of pointless uh, com- compared to the original Barb, who just stole the show in the first half of the movie, yeah, but, where you yeah. thought she was the main character. Well, this is else? just yeah. yeah. And again, remember the eye thing. Now we see that Billy's the master. Yes, uh, crawling through the crawl spaces, looking through every hole. That you know. The tile has it comes undone on the floor, bathroom floor, and he could look through there. I mean, come on, you're beating us over the head with this shit at this point. But yes. look, I will say, I, I always told you, I will find one thing in almost any of these movies, even the duds, that I will like. One is, it, thing. is it the Christmas cookies, the fleshy Christmas cookies? <laughs> well, it might be. <laughs> uh, no, you know what? It might be fleshy Christmas <laughs> no cookies. That. There's no, no, it might be that. Uh, and, yeah, because right, he's a cannibal. In one of the flashbacks, he gets the the cookie cutters yeah. and makes Christmas cookies out of his mom's dead skin. Yes, and, and yeah, and he's eating them and dipping them into <clears throat> dipping them into milk. Is that real? You just almost throw up because I just remembered the scene and like. Eh. Uh, yeah, because you see, it's not it's not crispy cookies; it's chewy it's flesh chewy. cookies and blood. <laughs> got the chewy chips away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gross, and they're brown because uh, you know, gross. Yep, just chill and eat, mom. Okay, so what's your favorite part then? <laughs> that can't be it. I mean, no, I mean. Th- th- I like the house mother because yeah. she is so awesome. But there's this moment, right, where uh, Oliver Hudson is obviously trying to get to the the video to erase it. Yeah. So they are all looking for Claire. They go upstairs. Uh, Kelly is the main character's mm-hmm. name, um, played by Kate Cassidy. I think that's her name. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm watching it with Kaylin. She's like Kate Cassidy. You know, like she, I mean, she just knows these, she's the, the reason I'm seeing Oliver Hudson and I was just watching. I'm like, uh-huh. 
And she's like, oh, my God, Oliver Hudson, she said. And I'm like, oh, OK, well, I guess I know who that is now because <laughs> I, I know. I mean, I know who the Hudsons are. That's Kate Hudson's yeah. brother, obviously. So anyway, yeah. Um, let me just make sure of it because, uh, <laughs> you know, that's important. Yeah. OK. So then you have uh, Mrs. Mack. OK. Played by f- the returning Phil. Mm-hmm. Right. OK. So they're all upstairs because they're looking for Claire because Claire's sister gets there. It's not her dad in this one. It's her sister, who I thought was Carla Gugino as soon as I saw her, but it's not. As soon as she turns, it's a big reveal. I'm Claire's sister. Where is she? I'm like, oh, yeah, Carla Gugino. Caitlin's like, no, it's not. No, it's not. I'm like, oh, never mind. So anyway, it's big reveal. We're looking for Claire, as was for the original, so they at least kept that. Um, So Kelly goes upstairs looking for Claire, and who pops out of Claire's bedroom? Oliver Hudson, the boyfriend. She's like, what are you doing in there? Right. And I applaud the dude because like, you know, he, he gets, he gets around it pretty quickly. Like he's like, ah, I wanted to, uh, spend the night with you mm-hmm. and I wanted to, uh, sneak in. Um, she's like, so why are you in her room? He's like, well, she, her window was the only one that was open. So I just snuck in. I thought I would just sneak into your room. Yeah, I want to stay with you tonight. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, um, this is you're, okay. But then he ends up telling the story, whatever. And then later Kelly is in Claire's room. She sees the video. Okay. She sees the video and he's like, look, this was before you blah, blah, blah. And she has a big, you know, she's crying. She throws him out. My favorite part is Mrs. Mac basically. Oh, because she's like, a little while ago, she was like, what happened here? Tell us the whole story. Let's all listen. Right. And now that's revealed that he's like a super cheater. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, or just an asshole. And everyone's like, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And he calls everyone bitches. Yeah. And when he turns the corner and passes her, she's like this tall. Right. And she's just like, get out of here. But she's pushing Dude, her. Yes. She's I so fucking that. feisty. Yes. Like, I love her. She's, I feel like she kept the, the spirit alive of the first film. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, everything that she's in. Yeah, she, she is uh, when her and Mary Elizabeth Weinstein are trying to get away in the yeah. car and it's frosted over. That's the whole thing. There's the weather, right? Right. Yeah. They're, they're trying to get away and they're in the car. They crank it, you know, um, and, you know, Mary Elizabeth Weinstein is in the passenger seat with her and Mrs. Mack just hands her the uh, the, uh, the <laughs> yes. ice scraper. Yeah. And she goes, what am I supposed to do with that? She goes. You gotta be fucking kidding me! Yeah. Like, and she's like scraping the ice out there. She's like, you know, uh, Southern Belle, yeah. Southern Belle, Daddy's girl, bitch, whatever. Bitch, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's just I love that shit. And ultimately, she meets her demise. Um, but- what I hate about that though is like you brought us a character back from the original, and we do this in a lot of remakes. And I said it about Daniel Harris in the Rob Zombie film is like, give us a good kill. She gets killed accidentally. She gets scared by seeing the blood splatter from inside the car. She backs up into the garage, and then an icicle comes through her head. I think that's such like it's so sad to see like a character that you obviously love from the first one. You love that she's in this one and then you don't even give her like the proper goodbye i hate when movies do that i hate that all the time daniel harris got it we we get it in other films too it's like no give her like the good kill or give her some sort of great send-off she came back for this and maybe that's why some of the other ones stayed away um but she was she's awesome um in this movie uh andrea martin and she was in uh talking about mrs mack at this point yeah she was in the She's in a lot of movies, but she was in the producers uh, with you know Matthew Broderick and uh, and Nathan Lane. Oh, the yeah. movie, and she's one of the old uh, ladies that he likes gets money from. It's funny because she does like a lot of humping moves, and it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway, um, but we don't see uh, the John Saxon character, the Lieutenant Fuller, gone. No, no authority whatsoever. As right. a matter of fact, so in a sense, it's like okay, it's all up to the girls. But here's the thing that I and this is one of the final points I'll really make on this one because I really won't go too deep into it because it is what it is. Um, what I don't appreciate is you again making the audience feel like we're idiots. There's a moment where Claire is still missing, but Claire's sister and Kelly, who's uh, played by Katie Cassidy, are. Like basically teaming up because they want to find Claire. They want to find the missing people. And Mrs. Mack wants to leave and all that stuff. And there's this like, no, we all go together. And 
I thought we were a family. And it's the first time it's like you've referenced that being sorority sisters matter to anybody. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not fair. That's not fair. You're making the audience be like, oh, damn it. Yeah, sorority sisters bond. But that's the only time we've seen that the bond matters. Yes, Michelle Trackenberg pulls the hair out of, you know, you know, helping her vomit and stuff like that. But no, it all looks very surf. It's something I would do for like an acquaintance. I'm like, yeah, let me help you vomit. So, right. You know, so it's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you really feel it for Jess in the original when she's screaming at Barb and Phil, yeah. answer me, answer me. Like you feel that she, she's feeling for her sisters. Yes. Because again, you had a natural dynamic between everyone yeah. and this one, it's so unnatural because you're focused on expanding so many other little things that you don't get enough time with these girls and you didn't write them well. There just was no chemistry. So you don't get the sorority sister thing. So you don't care when they die. And I just, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I have never, I'm never been in a sorority, but Caitlin was, is, a, was in a sorority. I pledged a frat for a little bit, mm. realized that I don't want to hate myself forever. So <laughs> I stopped doing it. Um, but, and I can't, like, I, I would imagine that there is a nice, real camaraderie in real sororities when you're like, what is it? 10, 10 people in that house, maybe less. Yeah. When it's that, you know, many people, there has to be a natural, I mean, I was really close to my college roommate, you know, I mean, so it's like, it's, it's a natural closeness that needs to be shown. And for this one, it was just like, let's get some pretty girls and put them all in a house. Yeah. They're all in the store. Anyway. Yeah, it was another manufactured film, and we have to go and, I mean, we've already discussed Dimension Films and what that whole thing was, but all of these actresses in this film went on to do other things or were currently on bigger projects, so... There, it was like another manufacturer, like, okay, let's get this one and this, like, yeah, yeah. you just kind of threw these things together rather than really finding the right people to tell your story. Yeah. And the story we got to get back to, because we haven't even talked about, I, I feel like we should just dive right back into Agnes is real. So it's, Agnes is very real and Agnes is uh, the other killer. Yeah. Boom. Done. And it's played by Sean Waynes from White Chicks yeah. in full White Chicks makeup. Oh, is, it, is it is it Sean or is it Marlon? I think it's Sean because Sean had more of the deeper voice. Uh, <laughs> Guys, we're not we're do, we're not joking. Like they did. It's <laughs> it's a man, right? That's playing. I I didn't look at the casting, but it definitely looks like a man. I think there's even some stubble. I think they're trying um, to play on the. Oh God! This, I hate that this is actually going to come out of my mouth. But they're trying to make this Agnes look a little inbred, inbred-ish. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay, because she's she's huge. Uh, um, you can be big and not be an inbred person, but she's comp okay. She's compared to Billy. She's huge, and she's always doing like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's got the long hair, and we get it. Okay, the eye thing from Black Christmas, we get it. Okay, but. I mean, she's moving around and Billy's like, I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, she should look a little incestual offspring-ish. I mean, Billy's her brother. Dad. Dad. She's her, he's her Brad. <laughs> no, that's dumb. <laughs> he's her Brad. But then, uh, yeah, she kills, uh, oh, that, there's a tie-in from the original, the crystal unicorn. And yeah. that's what, uh was given as a gift remember uh you're religious eve yeah eve eve gave that as a, a gift uh the unicorn so there you go hey there's there's your tie-in but yeah um so that's that's the i guess twist uh there's two killers billy comes home and he's like asking where's agnes or some shit like that like where's oh man we don't play on the phone calls as much really almost at all right i mean i mean here's the thing the phone calls in the original were so over the top profane is that right yeah uh that i was like oh well this one they can't say all that stuff because you know maybe you gotta dull it down oh no but you showed uh incest so i guess you can have and you know what they were they were um uh, it was subdued the the calls were when the calls did come through it was very like subdued with the with the words or whatever would come out and it was always that she's my family that, now. that's the other complaint i had about it was yeah it was always coherent yeah 
there's always a point where in the original, what was terrifying to me was the gibberish that went in and out of each personality. This time it was pretty much always Billy or Agnes. I don't know. Who cares? Always oh, on the phone. I wanted to see, uh, I wanted to see if Agnes was played by someone. Uh, <laughs> oh God. Thank God. I was like, Oh my gosh. It says Agnes eight years, and I was oh. like, "Oh shit!" But it was a woman. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm such a jerk." Uh, <laughs> I felt the same way right now. Yeah, no, um, I'm not seeing anything for the casting of who played Agnes as an adult. I think they just left that out. But uh, I bet that person was just like, "Nope, no, don't give me that credit." Right? Oh no, Agnes, sixteen to twenty-two years, Dean Friss. Who is known for his work on? Uh, he's known for camera and ele- an electrical department. And he, the only time he was an actor, well, yeah, it was a man who played Agnes. <laughs> the answer. There you go. <laughs> you saw it right here. I, I mean, I probably should have prepared for that, but like, I, I, I was so amazingly turned off by this ridiculous moment. But yeah, Dean, Dean Chris is uh, Agnes as a uh, as an adult, oh, sixteen man. to twenty two. So, yeah. Uh, and Agnes likes to eat eyeballs now. Well, that's become an even right. bigger you, thing. You get you didn't know that, right? If you get your eyeball stabbed out by your brother slash dad, you develop that thing to where you also need to get people's eyeballs and eat them. That's the Jeepers Creepers thing, right? I mean, yes. you eat the parts that you need. Yeah, she, because so. because she is she's uh, incomplete. She does not have. She's right. missing one eye. Well, then she's really missing one eye because she gets stabbed in her wooden eye that we've seen the whole time, which I thought the whole point was that she only got one eye taken out and then they were only they only show one eye, which is turns out to be a wooden eye. <laughs> it's like it's so much. It's insane. I will say this about the movie. OK, if you are uh, hopped up on your eggnog and you are sure. having a few more, a few extra, you know, servings and your uh, your favorite beverage that is alcoholic and whatnot watch this movie and have a good old time what's your favorite uh spiked drink for the holidays probably eggnog yeah i mean it's also there's the ice cream that's already uh, you know you put the ice cream then you pour whatever you put ice cream in your eggnog no there's ice cream eggnog oh and then you pour the alcohol on it which kind of alcohol uh, whiskey, rum, rum, rum for that. But yeah, if I'm going to spike something, yeah, probably spike deck. Now it's very nice. Okay. All right. Yeah. What's yours? Uh, I will spike. This is the only time I will get away from a neat whiskey. I will spike my eggnog with uh SoCo. That's fun. Yeah. I should try that. No wait, Maybe, maybe that's not so familiar that I may have I think they, they box it together now, <laughs> but, I, but I do it myself. No, we did. We did. We did. We uh, we. Bu- anyway, yes, the alcoholic Soco uh, eggnog is definitely boxed together, and I feel like I've had it. Yeah, uh, not my favorite. Eh. Do it yourself. Get a really good eggnog, really spicy eggnog, and you know what the eggnog I actually do want is the one that Randy Quaid. And oh, yes. uh, it looks so good every and, year. I watch when Chevy that movie. Chase is drinking it in uh, Christmas, Christmas, yeah. Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Christmas <laughs> Vacation. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Yes. Oh man, that's so great! Oh, uh, anybody would like a last minute gift? I have one. I like my boss, Frank Shirley. Brought Ray. I don't know the whole thing. Never mind. <laughs> so drink a few eggnogs when you watch this movie, Black uh, Xmas. Black Xmas. I don't. What, do you think that was because of something that they put Xmas? I mean, it is billed as Black Christmas. It's called Black Christmas, but there's like a subtitle where it or subversion. Of, there's a couple of different because, versions is, of the film. Is what? Yeah, it, not for us, but there's a European version of the film with a different ending uh, where one of the sisters is a different sister. I got it. I'm not even going to get into it's it. Probably like reshoots or something. Just different endings for different countries. Why not? Different strokes for different folks. <laughs> uh, I, You know, this movie is definitely a 2000s era. You, like you were saying, you were saying to watch this if you're if, really... Yeah, if, if I say that, that means something. If I say, did you have to be under the influence to just like, oh, let's just watch an absurd movie with incest and you know human park cookies, that means something. But it is Christmas-centric. Well, very that's... Good. That's the driving point of the film is what can we what horrifying thing can we do with Christmas and just make it blasphemous and awful and cringy. Yeah, there's like uh, at one point 
someone gets with the the uh, lights wrapped around their neck to yeah. get choked, all, all that stuff. Yeah. There's a, you know, I love the poster. The poster is cool. The that, poster, the poster is probably cool. is what sold me. Well, the, but, but that's why I think I, I talked about prom night, the remake, is because that's it's almost identical, right? It's like the face; it's all under like the prom yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is where we say I'm done. I mean, th- this throw the hands up. I have I'm definitely done. seen worse. Horror, yeah. worst horror movies than this, um, but I just felt like this movie was uh, part of its time. Like the time is definitely reflecting on what we got. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it's an era film, and I think the next installment is kind of the same. I and mean, we'll talk in a very different way. <laughs> Let me in make a very that different way. <laughs> it is of an era, uh, not anything close to this film. But we'll talk about that very soon. Uh, Danny, got anything else to say about this film? Before uh, we give it our rating, no, mm, no, <laughs> no. I, honestly, this this is it. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your what's your candy cane rating on this one? Are we uh, doing out of five? Out of five. Out of five candy canes, I give this movie one. One. Yeah. Okay. I give it. I give it a. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I will give it a two. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it again eventually. I mean, I rented it and I didn't care. Like, I was like, ah, I, I don't feel like I wasted yeah. money. It's it fine. Black Christmas 1974, I'll probably watch every year now. Oh, heck yeah. This one I'll watch every four years. Five. I'm just trying to think about... What other spice? What other spiced holiday drink? Now you have me going down the down the rabbit hole. That'll yeah, that's something. You well, what other what other holiday drinks are synonymous with with the Christmas? Cocoa. Ooh, cocoa. Uh, cider, which we are both not a fan of. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with cocoa. You can put them in puffs. You can put puffs in cocoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where we're at, guys. <laughs> Yeah, we rather talk about drinks in this film yeah. at this point. Um, all right, well, that's our show for Black Xmas 2006. That's Danny. I'm Lance, reminding you to lock your doors, bolt your windows, and make some cookies out of your mama's back. All right, and join us next time on Slasher's Paradise when we'll take on the next Black Christmas film. <laughs>